Dobrodan from Keswick Village. This is the Rorschach Serbia update from the 24th of January 2023. A quick summary of what's going down in Serbia. The EU Special Representative for the Serbia-Kosovo Dialogue, Miroslav Lajcek, along with his American colleagues, met with the Serbian President Aleksandar Vucic on Friday the 20th. Lajcek had a meeting with Vucic after meeting with Kosovo Prime Minister Albin Kurti in Pristina. Meetings focused mostly on the Franco-German proposal for future relations between Serbia and Kosovo. Lajcek said talks with Vucic were, quote, very intense, tough, but frank and open, end quote. He added that Vucic showed a responsible approach and willingness to take difficult decisions in the interest of peace. Vucic said after the meeting that he was made aware of the consequences Serbia would go through if he does not agree with the proposed plan, although he did not give his exact details. Speaking of Kosovo-Serbia relations, residents of North Mitrovica, one of four Serb-majority municipalities in northern Kosovo, have faced problems related to license plates after an agreement on them was reached by Belgrade and Pristina in December. The license plates residents found problematic were the ones that Serbia used to issue and were pronounced illegal in Kosovo after the agreement. Josep Borrell, the EU's high representative for foreign policy and security, explained as part of the agreement that Kosovo is abandoning the process of re-registration on Kosovo plates and that Serbia will no longer issue new ones. However, on Wednesday the 18th, the Kosovo government made a decision that all vehicles with plates issued by Serbia may not be driven on the territory of Kosovo. Derek Cholet, senior advisor of the U.S. State Department, said that this decision was disappointing because it violated the agreement. However, the tensions between Serbia and Kosovo remain high because on Monday the 23rd, a Kosovo police unit at Bistrica checkpoint confirmed that they shot a vehicle after trying to stop it. In the vehicle were two Serbs, and one of them was hit in the chest. The police said that the suspects, together with their car, escaped from the scene after hitting a police car. They added that they fired shots in order to neutralize the risk. According to the police, the unit that fired the shots had been deployed at the Bistrica checkpoint with the aim to preserve order and public safety. In another reportedly ethnic-related violence incident, on Sunday the 22nd, in the village of Berdiani, Kosovo police reported that a Kosovo Serb boy sustained light body injuries when he was assaulted by four people in the northern Mitrovica neighborhood. According to Serbia's Kosovo office, the 15-year-old was moving on foot when someone from a moving car shouted at him in Albanian. On Wednesday the 18th, the European Parliament, or EP, finished the debate on the resolution on the implementation of the EU Common Foreign and Security Policy, or CFSP which was adopted the day after, on Thursday the 19th. In the part of the document that refers to Serbia, it states that Belgrade must harmonize its foreign policy with that of the EU. In the resolution, it is stated that the European Parliament regrets Serbia's continuously low level of compliance with the CFSP. In the EP resolution, authored by the chairman of the EP Foreign Affairs Committee, David McAllister, it is stated that Serbia, as a country striving to become an EU member, must adhere to the EU's common values and rights. Last week, we mentioned Russia's Wagner mercenary group and the videos they made about Russia recruiting Serbian soldiers to fight on their side in the war against Ukraine. Since then, President Vucic appeared on national TV and spoke about these videos. In his appearance, he asked the Wagner group directly to explain why they keep calling Serbia for help when they know that such actions are against the law. In Belgrade, where provocative murals are common, the Wagner death's head emblem appeared on a city center wall last week. 
It was signed by the People's Patrols, an extreme right-wing organization which has previously staged sparsely attended pro-Russia rallies. None of the mainstream Serbian political parties have hinted at support for the invasion of Ukraine. Speaking of pro-Russian propaganda, during the weekend in the center of Belgrade, flyers with photos of Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky were put up, where he was labeled as a NATO terrorist. The flyers have a signature of the conservative movement Ours, and on Sunday the 22nd, they were placed in the yard of the N1 television station in New Belgrade, as well as in the entrance of the editorial office of the newspaper company today. The movement Ours is an anti-European and pro-Russian movement with homophobic and misogynistic views, for which it has often been criticized. The Serbian Prosecutor's Office for War Crimes urged Belgrade Higher Court on Tuesday the 17th to convict four Serb ex-soldiers accused of involvement in the abduction and subsequent killing of passengers from a train at Strupci Station in February 1993. Lipovac, one of the defendants in the trial, was a Bosnian Serb army soldier at the time of the crime. The verdict found that the defendants abducted 20 passengers from the train at Strupci after which they killed them and disposed of their bodies in the Drina River. The defendants all pleaded not guilty, and in their closing statements, their lawyers urged the court to acquit their clients. The verdict in the Belgrade trial will be delivered on the 7th of February. In other news, states of emergency have been declared in some western Balkan cities as floods block roads and cut off power while two people in Montenegro and Serbia reportedly drowned. In Raška, southern Serbia, schools and kindergartens were closed because of floods. Serbia's public broadcaster, RTS, reported on Friday the 20th that a body was recovered from the Rashka River in Novi Pazar. In Kosovo, four villages were affected as the floods damaged roads and caused power cuts, the pollution of drinking water, and evacuations of people. Several schools were closed on Friday the 20th due to the flooding. Balkan Solar Roofs, a project that aims to enable 500 new solar roof installations in Balkan cities by 2024, is being piloted in Kragujevac, among other Balkan cities. Anna Radojevic, energy manager of the city of Kragujevac, said that solar power plants have already been built on three public buildings. She added that this is the most effective way for households to reduce their electricity bills and save money. The Balkan Solar Roofs Project is part of the European Climate Initiative of the German Federal Ministry for the Environment, Nature Protection, and Nuclear Safety. On Friday the 20th, the Ministry of Mining and Energy confirmed that a large source of gold was found in the Tsoka-Rakita site in the municipality of Zagubica, in eastern Serbia. Dubravka Diodovic, the Minister of Mining and Energy, said that the potential reserves are significant in terms of the amount of ore and gold content, which can be of great importance for the economy of the country. She added, however, that the project is still in its testing phase and that it is necessary to conduct new research in order to determine the accuracy of these results. Now, on to some health updates. About 4,500 COVID-19 cases were confirmed, and around 30 people have died this week. Compared to last week, the number of confirmed cases has decreased by almost 1,000. On a more positive note, pianist Stefan Djokovic will hold a series of classical music concerts in 12 Serbian cities over the next 12 months. The tour is called With Mozart on the Wings of Music and will begin on the 26th of January at the Kolaretz Concert Hall in Belgrade, where, apart from Mozart, he will perform pieces by Franz Schubert, Frederik Chopin, and Franz Liszt. The concerts will also take place in a number of other cities, including Nish, Kragujevitz, and Novi Sad. The tickets will be sold at the price of 1,000 dinars, or almost $10, 
and the entire proceeds from the ticket sales will be donated to cultural institutions in the aforementioned towns. You can find the link to the tickets for the Belgrade concert in the show notes. And that's it for this week. Hey y'all, another question. Are there any platforms we should be on but aren't? We can tell how many people listen on various platforms, including iTunes, Audible, Google Podcasts, etc. And we can tell from those not on VPNs what country you're listening from. But we want to be sure if there are any important platforms that we weren't on but should be. So let us know at podcast at Rorschach.com. Todalienieg, Zbogum. Mm-hmm.